It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. Time for the Brew Ha Ha. Hey there, I, this is Herlinda uh, Haras, and I'm here with my co-host, who's uh, Peter Lopez, who's filling in for Harry Duke of Where's the Hell Is Harry? <laughs> He's out traveling right now. So Peter Lopez is with Juncture Tap Room and Lounge, and we are really excited to have you here. He's one of my favorite guests, and today he's one of my favorite co-hosts. I love it. Thank you, Herlinda, and uh, thank you, Harry, for choosing me to co-host with Herlinda. <laughs> Herlinda and I have uh, a long history of working together, so I think this will go very smooth. Yes, we put together the, the, the Rape Beer Festival with Joe Tucker and a whole big team for the, the, the top 100 beers and breweries in the world. Uh, a few years ago and boy that was some work but it was a good time and in the studio also we are so happy to have Richard Norgrove here from the Bear Republic Brewing Company uh, back in again and he has a really special guest who I've been trying to get someone from this brewery (laughs) on for like the 10 years I've been doing the show Uh, so do you want to introduce your guest I have one of uh, the Grace Brothers here, fourth generation, Josh Grace. Grace Brothers Brewing. Yes, and so we had the uh, we had the great honor of actually being able to work with the family on a on a beer. And you guys, all I can tell you was, is this started out as a homebrew uh, and an <laughs> idea. And I, I don't want to steal a lot of the thunder, except for I just was very honored to be able to be able to make this beer and bring it back. Um, I have my own fun Grace stories that I had the opportunity to to live. In uh, the Grace Brothers' house on West Third Street, when I was a, a budding really? home brewer, yes, and so um, have always wanted to see this beer recreated. So I'm going to hand the mic over to my right. best to Josh. We're going to uh, get a little history from Josh Grace here in a minute about the Grace Brothers Brewing, um, and then also calling in today, we're going to have Tara Nuren, who is the has been the Forbes Beer and Spirits writer. She wrote the book, uh, actually, the first anniversary of a woman's places in the brew house. And uh, she just won first place at the North American Guild of Beer Writers Awards for that book, which I helped nice. research, That's which great. I'm pretty excited about as well. Yeah. And then Harry Duke will be calling in from somewhere in the country. <laughs> Where the hell is Harry Duke? <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, it looks like we actually – is Tara on the line right now? Okay, we're going to do a quick call with her. And if you guys have some questions for her, this is the first global history of women in brewing, this book that came out. And actually, Grace Brothers, were you around during the Mesopotamia times? Uh, no, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> long history, not that long. Him, and, him of Nik- Ninkasi mentions Grace Brothers. So, Hey, Tara, how's it going? Hi, how are you? Hey, uh, so we hear congratulations are in order. Thank you very much. And I know I you're humble, but you... <laughs> So you just won. So first, it was your first anniversary of right. yes of the the book um, "A Woman's Places in the Brew House," the first global history mm-hmm. of women in brewing, which we've actually had a lot of some of the women on, including Natalie from Russian River Brewing and Judy Ashworth, who um, I met through Richard from Bear Republic. But you're even bigger than the anniversary. Is you just won first place at the North American Beer Writer Guild Awards, right? Congratulations! That's right. Congrats. Well, thank you. And I didn't know that's how you met Judy, was through Richard. Yep. Cool. When, when he was closing the Hillsburg pub, there was a party. <laughs> a very big party. And Judy was a great inspiration. Again, another inspiration in my life. So, right? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Tara, that, that uh, voice you're listening to, that's um, uh, Richard Norgrove Jr., uh, the owner of uh, Bear Republic Brewing Company, who has a long history. Yeah, and Tara and I have had some very great conversations about multiple things over the years regarding 
brewery efficiency, water, all kinds of stuff. So I, she's also a, a great inspiration for my young daughter who's a writer. Oh, so cool. I just want to throw that out there. And then I'm just going to mention I have two daughters. So, so hashtag uh, girl dads over here for sure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, what do you, so what do you think I about this honor? Love- Go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to tell Richard that I always love talking to him. I learned so much from you, and he's somebody else I know through you, Miss Herlinda. <laughs> um, what do I think of this great honor? Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think you're exaggerating a little bit, but you're going to kill me after the show for saying that. <laughs> um, uh, I, You know, it's been so gratifying the past year, um, traveling the country, talking to women who... Um, have read the book, who really sort of see themselves in it, who feel like they're kindred spirits that they're learning about, the people they're reading about in the book. Um, You know, even today, so many women in the beer world work in isolation, right? There still aren't a lot of us. And so to read about other women doing, working the same jobs, you know, past, present, and then looking toward the future makes a lot of women in the industry feel some solidarity, like they're not alone, like maybe some of their struggles are being shared by other women and female-identifying people around the world, and it's, um, that's been the best part, is to hear those stories from, from those women. Well, I feel like I've kind of watched, like, someone grow up, um, I, from the time that Terry told you at the Pink Boots conference, uh, you need to write this book on the history of, uh, women in beer. <laughs> To actually, you know, now this this award. I mean, I feel like I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, traveling around the world, researching the book. I, I spent a couple years doing the research and the writing. Herlinda, you were with me on a lot of those. Sweden <laughs> and Judy Ashworth um, and. Yeah, um, going up to Copland Tap. Um, yeah, you and I have been all all over the world together, um, meeting some of the people we got to interview and um, having such good times and such amazing conversations, learning so much. And my other favorite part of the book has been that I've gotten to meet so many of my heroes. And I know that sounds like a cliche, right? Um, but... I started drinking what we now call craft beer in the 90s. I went to college in Boston. There was a good scene there. I then moved to San Francisco for a year in 1996 and, like, fell in love with some of these beers. I never thought about the story. I didn't really think about who was behind them. It was, like, pre-tasting room era. And then here I come full circle and go places with you to meet the people who were making these beers 30 years ago and sit in the places where they were being made, like the old Mendocino Brewing Company, for instance. Like, you and I went there. I freaked out, remember? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I, I just, my 22-year-old my self like would have just fallen over. So that's been an incredible experience, too. I just wanted to point out real quick, and this is uh, Peter Lopez. I'm filling in for Harry Duke today. I'm uh, the uh, co-host. Her, her Linda Hi. is kind <laughs> enough to allow me to share a chair with, with her here. Um, so happy to have you here. But, yeah, no, so yeah. I just I want to point out the fact that the beer industry now is so dominated by men, and uh, most people don't know, and they will learn through reading this book about the fact that it was really women that were – Brewing beer first, even, you know. Brewing or or financing it. Like in the case of New Albion, the first new brewery in America Mm -hmm. after Prohibition, there was actually two women that did the the main, you know, financing for it. 
Yeah, no. Pretty so great. you know, again, I'm a I'm a girl dad, so <laughs> you know, boys think, <laughs> girls rule. <laughs> but no, honestly, just a little research I did. Um, I think it's amazing. I think it's empowering. I think that um, you're sharing a story that needs to be told. I think also, well, Josh Grace, I want to talk to you later about finding out if there were any women that were involved with the Grace Brothers Brewing uh, when they started mm-hmm. in um, Sonoma County. So we'll have to... You know, Grace Brothers is kind of um, <clears throat> exclusive by name. <clears throat> it wasn't Grace Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're certainly open to um, adding anybody who's interested in... <laughs> jo- Josh, I'll point out that behind every great man, there's a greater woman. That's true. Man, so. That's true. <laughs> this, this, this is, well, this, you know, I'm out here um, near Philadelphia, and Yingling is the oldest brewery in America. It's Yingling... Um, I'm blanking on the guy's first name, but anyway, Yingling and Sons, and it's like the fifth or sixth or seventh generation now, and it's four women running the company. Dick Yingling, who was the last CEO, had four daughters, and uh, they have just, in the past few years, four of them taken over, so I was even thinking today, like, so what do they do, change it to daughters? Yeah, they should. <laughs> Sons and daughters. Sons and daughters. Um, that, that works. That could work. That could work. It would be nice to see. And, uh, yeah. Real quick, because we're going to have to move on here, but um, you have something going on with Food Network also, right, coming up? Yeah. Yep. Thanks for bringing that up. My um, first two stories for the Food Network website should be publishing this week. And um, I don't know if I should say exactly what they are, but if you're a beer lover and you like drinking in the month, um, these two stories will will interest you. And um, there's some California representation in those stories. So those should be out any day now um, on foodnetwork.com. Sounds good. All right. Well, Tara, thank you so much for calling in. Congratulations on your award. Um, I can't wait to see you do a re- like either a revision or a sequel. Yeah, second version. I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of women out there. I could throw some names out that are making some waves right now. That are yeah. going to be that next generation. Yeah, we can't so, yeah. including including like Theon Jones from Wales that um, mm-hmm. who was the first brewer. Um, at uh, from the there's a brewery from the 1800s called Brains Brewery in Cardiff, hmm. and she was the first woman brewer there. I was just talking to her, and uh, she was the first Welsh, fully Welsh speaking <laughs> one as well. So anyway, there's lots more to come. So thank you, Tara, for calling in, and let's get over and talk to Richard and Josh Grace about this beer that I am drinking right now. <laughs> Thanks again, Tara. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Tara. Tara. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Well, hey, Josh, and I have talked about doing this now since before COVID. And we started a process where where we, I think it was your dad, right? What was the goal? The goal was to try to get the beer made for dad. Well, a little bit. Um, I think the origin of it was, uh, I work in the wine business, um, and our company does transactions. We sell vineyards, we sell wineries. Um, and often those come with a trademark. And I do a lot of work in that process, learning about the trademarks, and sometimes they have issues. And so there was a particular winery we sold about six years ago. And in talking to some of the the lawyers who were working on the transaction, they were uh, Spalding McCullough, who's based here in Santa Rosa. We had a lunch with them, and they were saying that they they didn't have a lot of wine clients. They had a lot of beer clients. So that led me to tell the family history, which I'm happy to get into here we love don winkle he comes on the show sometimes great yeah and, and so th- i explained the the we had had a family brewery and and i think at that point that was 2016 i think natalie and Vinny had launched happy hops 
uh, which was a Grace Brothers trademark. My favorite beer. And we talked about that history, and, right. and he said, have you ever thought about getting Grace Brothers going? And I said, well, actually, funnily enough, about at that point, maybe five years before that, some individual locally had tried to register had registered the trademark yeah, exactly. remember, right but nobody had cooperated in making the beer form which is the step we've just gone through in the last 60 days and i think he came to you rich and asked if he, he would tried make to the beer sell form. basically tr- after after the success that happened with russian river with the several the two brands that they used from the grace family's repertoire of beers right, the happy hops what was the other one um velvet glow oh okay so the those house. those are part of of their book and mm-hmm. They basically came and tried to try to sell it to me, and me having been involved with a lot of different trade lock, trademark issues over time, one of them with Racer 5, I also having an, uh, the first place when I got out of the Army was able to move into was the Grace Family House. I went, there needs, this needs to be kept for history more than anything else. And so we kind of put to, got together, and it was like, if I, could, if I could make this happen, and then if at some point in time they ever wanted to actually have the name back, we would do it, and so I think there's a right. There's always a, a, a way to, to try to have a name, and my goal was to try to be able to ask permission. Can I go ahead and please make this? And so more of a collaboration yes, than a, yeah. than a takeover. That's always that always tastes better anyway. But I have to tell you, I, what I love about this is it's a family owned and operated business. We're talking Bear Republic that's been around since 1995. And they have a great history here in Sonoma County. Mm-hmm. And then they're honoring the Grace family. And uh, when we're talking about the Grace family, I mean, this is a family that dates all the way back, you know, 100-plus years. So they've had a huge influence in Santa Rosa. Um, you know, I've talked when I've been a guest on the show. I've talked about my struggles. Like, man, the struggles that Grace, uh, the Grace uh, Brothers Brewing went through at the turn of the century in 1900s. I mean, they went through earthquakes and all kinds of crazy things. Prohibition. Prohibition. They make An like unnatural what, <laughs> disaster. <laughs> they make they make what we've gone through in the last five years look like a walk in the park. So yeah. you know, but um, I, I did want to share the fact that we're taking a family owned operated business, uh, showing love and respect for another family owned operated business that really paved the way for all of us. So I just yeah. wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah. Yeah, Grace Brothers wasn't the first brewery in Sonoma County, but they were the largest for about 50 years if you sort of set aside prohibition. They, <clears throat> the first two Grace Brothers, my great-grandfather and his brother, bought a brewery in, in Santa Rosa in 1897. It burned uh, about 90 days after they bought it. Ouch. The best part of that story, I think, is that they were able to rebuild the next brewery in less than 90 days wow which if you think about fires and what what people are going through now to get to rebuild less I mean, permits back then right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. obviously right. but, but, but they all obviously built the built the, the brewery well because it survived the 1906 earthquake nine mm-hmm. years later and they actually had their own fire department on staff having had a fire once before and they wow. had, they suffered other yeah. fires in the family history as peter alluded and so they were actually able to send their fire department out during the or after, immediately after the 1906 earthquake, while half of the city was on fire, obviously they went through prohibition for 14 years. They went through a, a wave of consolidation and the family split, a, a fight that, that you know split the family permanently in, in, the, the, in the 40s. Um, so you know we stopped making beer in 1966 before I was born. Um, so we've been on hold for 50 years, but it's it's pretty exciting and, and one of the most fun things I've been involved with to, to relaunch this beer with, with the Bear Republic team. 
Yeah. And just real quickly, just to speak about uh, Ricardo. I'm sorry, is it okay if I call you Ricardo? No, please. Mom <laughs> Every, does. <laughs> he's most known for uh, Richard Norgrove Jr., but uh, mm-hmm. he's a friend. I call him Ricardo. Um, so just to show the character that he has, I mean, he wanted to assist in uh, making sure that the Grace Brothers owned this name and offered, again, he mentioned it earlier, but he offered to sell it back to them at any point for a dollar. And if uh, the Grace Brothers family needs to borrow a dollar, I got you guys. (laughs) 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 Yeah, to finish the story, when when I was talking about the, the, the trademark registration, I went back to work after that lunch and I looked up the trademark because I was curious if the guy who had approached you, Rich, back years before had lost it. And I saw, and I realized it had been registered by you only sixty days before. And I thought, oh, I missed my window. Now mm-hmm. these guys are going to capitalize on it, like Happy Hop. Not, not that there's anything negative about what's going on with Happy Hops. We're happy about that at all. But uh, and so I think you and I connected maybe sixty, ninety days after that. Yep. And the, and and I was I was nervous about the call because I didn't know what you were going to say. And it, everything you said was exactly what I would want to hear. That you didn't want to screw it up. You didn't want to make money off of it. And and you know we decided to make it a. a, a charitable donation and, yeah. and so i'm a i'm a veteran and the money and and we're going to the historical society so oh. i yeah, go ahead, keep going i was going to say that the we basically are going to take a portion of the profits and and give money to the historical society which cool. is what the grace family would like to have done and then we're going to use ours for ranger road which is a veteran organization that, that well, you know, veterans are close to my heart. Yes, exactly. And, of course, firefighters. I know you're a firefighter as well. Real quickly, speaking of the Happy Hops, which is my favorite Russian River beer, they do have a new beer, though, right now. And we are the Brouhaha is brought to you by uh, Russian River Brewery. And they have their new Hop Time Harvest Ale, which is made with 100% Sonoma County-grown hops and barley from Crane Ranch in Santa Rosa, which I want to talk to uh, you, Josh Grace, about like where they were getting their ingredients from back then. 100% freshly picked wet hops um, and malt from Admiral Malting. Like, but the the grain, everything is local here in Sonoma County, and they are canning it and everything tomorrow. Uh, so you can go pick it up at the Poor Street or mm. the Windsor Great. Pub, and I I know that Peter's probably going to be down there. <laughs> I do. I love I love all fresh hop beer, but um, I'm super excited about this Brouhaha. It's Thursday, so we know what's happening here. Brouhaha, and we've got Peter Lopez filling in for Harry Duke today. Thank you from a Juncture Tap Room and Lounge. Thank you, Herlindo. It was a pleasure to be here. And founder of the NorCal Beer Geeks, also lots of good festivals and things out there, and in. In the studio, we also have Richard Norgrove from Bear Republic Brewing with his guest, who I've been trying to reel in here for many years, Josh Grace, uh, who is a descendant of the Grace Brothers Brewing Company, and they brought their beer. I wish Harry was here to try this. The Grace Brothers Bavarian-type beer, and uh, we are tasting that right now. But I think we have a... Where the hell is Harry? (laughs) That's a good question. What do you think? I don't know, but I'm glad that he's calling in because... uh, Rumors are starting to spread. And so, so some of the places I've heard about, like, I don't want to believe it. So let's find out. Let's find out I, where I've Harry's at. I've seen pictures. I've seen a, a hat with a KSRO uh, logo on it and all going all over the place. I go all over the world, but he's doing something I've always wanted to do, which is drive around the country. So where the hell are you, Harry? Flatonia, Texas. Flatonia? Is that yes. is that where they think the earth is flat? Or, or what? Well, the- <laughs> That's pretty much all of Texas, but it's a, a little town on the way between San Antonio and Houston, which is where I'm actually headed. And I had tried to find a tap room or 
craft brewery along the way, and the one that I was excited about going to see is so small, it's only open on Saturday and Sunday. And so it's wow. like, well, <laughs> I'm not going to make it to Katy in Houston in time, and I've damn near got to get out of Santa Rosa or San, San Antonio as quickly as I can, so I just pulled over at Flatonia. Flatonia. Well, you were you at the Alamo earlier, um, I heard, right? And I saw also I on did. the Drive Facebook page, you were at the Alamo. My whole family's from San Antonio. Um, I'm kind of jealous that you were, there's some great Tex-Mex food and barbecue there, as well as history. And for those that don't know, Harry is also a teacher, so you probably enjoy, um, were, enjoyed that history as well. I did indeed, and, and it was all fine and good until I went looking for the Riverwalk and, and got lost. The Paseo uh, del Rio. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time looking for my car, <laughs> and <laughs> finally found it parked across the street from the oldest saloon in Texas. So guess where I went? The oldest saloon in <laughs> Texas. What's the name of that? That one I don't know about. The, the Buckhorn uh, oh in the Buckhorn. San Antonio claims to be the oldest saloon in texas and i said what do you got local and so they uh poured me a beer called texican and (laughs) it is from the blue star brewing company of san antonio texas Mm -hmm. and it was a nice crisp light lager refreshing low in abv four percent and perfect after having spent an hour walking around san antonio in 94 degree heat i was just going to ask what the weather was like a a well-deserved beer harry a very well-deserved beer. <laughs> I've been stopping and trying to get a beer uh, pretty much everywhere that I've stopped. I started in Dini Valley at the Angry Ferret Brewing Company. I <laughs> uh, had a delightful evening talking to those folks. Uh, they specialize in English and German beers, uh, but they had an IPA, and the IPA's name was Angry. And I said, why did you call that IPA Angry? And he said, because I'm angry I had to make an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> I, and it's true they 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 do they do have to. Um, so I know you know we've got Richard Norgrove here from Bear Republic. Did you have Richard some Norgrove Junior? Yeah, no, Junior uh, Ricardo. You know when it, when you're driving through Texas, what are you listening to on the radio? How do you what oh, what God kind of music me. do you enjoy? <laughs> I, I I desperately seek out a classic rock station. There you go. And I occasionally find one. And I was driving between Tucson. And uh, actually, between Las Cruces, New Mexico, and I ended up in Fort Stockton, Texas, for the evening. And for a long stretch, there was nothing. And I mean nothing. nothing. I, okay. you know, I just have a car radio. I <laughs> put the seek on, and it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. And, and then it hit upon a, a talk radio show. And, and if you think talk radio is great in California... You can't imagine what it sounds like. <laughs> so you, so you, you, you're going to take some lessons from him then, huh? That's great. <laughs> I finally hit upon a station that was fascinating. It played 70s rock, but it was completely sponsored by the Church of Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, and he, did Hell's Bells come on at all? <laughs> <laughs> the Highway to Hell? Where the hell is Harry? Highway to Hell? David Bowie in between the David Bowie songs and, and uh, whatever Light Rock, you would get a commercial telling you about this event or that event, and it was all Church of Jesus Christ, all that. I was fascinated by that. But oh, that's great. luckily I found some great classic rock stations, and I, I made a post. I was cruising down I-10 in the middle of nowhere. It was dark. The speed limit is 80 miles per hour out here, and believe me, I'm, I'm doing the speed limit. Thank goodness. And 
Freebird came on. <laughs> and so I just started singing at the top of my lungs in the middle of nowhere, Freebird. They are really into heavy metal, too, in Texas, yeah, my so brother and a lot of cousins. I, I'm envious of your road trip. I love nothing but driving, and being on the road and being able to listen to a local radio station is just music to my ears. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy yeah, for I, you, man. Thank you. I, I'm an, I love driving as well. Steve said, you're going to get bored. You're going to get bored. It's like, no, I, I'm having a great time. I'm going places I've never been. I'm drinking beer I've never had. Um <laughs> And and just having a great time doing it. I, I'm headed to Houston. I'm going to check in with my brother's family there, spend the night, and then uh, start heading north. I'm, the, the goal is Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, for a wedding of all things. I've never heard but, that uh, being a goal, but that's a, I guess yeah, that's a good right. goal. There's always a first. The destination, I should say. <laughs> Yeah. We'll drive uh, safe. I'm going to connect you with Chris Spradley, who's been on the show. Um, you know Chris uh, from Kegstar. Uh, he is in Houston, and he will know all the beer places there. And he actually also does, uh, like, crawdads, like bayou type of food. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. so I'll send you guys an um, email together or a text together. So we'll, we'll okay. stay safe. Um, what's the gas prices there like? Thanks. I paid two dollars and eighty-five cents oh a gallon. I'm the, so uh, jealous right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's in Texas. That's the trade-off. You've got to be in Texas. I saw to miles get gas and miles that of price. Texas. Harry, enjoy your trip. Well, listen, thank you. You guys have lots to talk about about Grace Brothers and Bear Republic. I just wanted to check in and say hi, Peter. You're sounding great. You're doing wonderful. Herlinda, keep it up, and we'll talk next week. All right, thanks, Harry. Thanks, Take Harry. Care. Cheers. And uh, thanks, tomorrow guys. you can hear uh, where yeah. the hell is Harry. <laughs> All right, so let's go back to the beer at hand here <laughs> in front of us. We've got uh, Josh Grace in here, uh, one of the descendants of the Grace Brothers Brewing Company, and Richard Norgrove from Bear Republic. And you two did a beer together. Yep. And uh, talk about the release party for this. Like That must have been a serious party. I think I was in Europe um, drinking I'm, some good I'm beer. I'm sorry you missed it, but I'm going to tell you this was probably – well, this this was our best release party we've ever done for any beer that we've ever had, and and just the amount of appreciation, um, nostalgia. There was the family. I got to meet I don't know how many members of the Grace family. Literally, people running around with jackets. One of the coolest experiences for me was uh, I'm a car guy, and so there's a individual who rolls in with a tea bucket, and he has a a custom-made gasoline tank from Grace Brothers. And this thing was beautiful, hand-polished, and had every detail you could tell you about the party of where he got it from and how he was going to make it into a gas tank. But, I mean, really it was about the beer, and we could not pour it fast enough. We sold out of everything that we possibly could make in the first day. Awesome. So I joked and I said we might have found our Pliny because it really <laughs> it really went well for us. I think you should do this again while I'm in town. Um, let's do this again. So this is a beautiful, um, just a classic, be- uh, light, you know, easy-drinking beer. Mark Carpenter, who was the head brewer for Anchor for 45 mm-hmm. years um, and who's been a co-host many times and a guest, he was telling me, you know, he's just turned, I believe, 80 in August. He was telling me he used to drink this beer, and, like, they would drink this, like, you know, here in Sonoma County and after work, and he's had horses and stuff for years, and he he's fondly, you know, talked to us. But he wanted to know about the ingredients then and now for the beers. Yeah, if, if Mark is 80, <clears throat> he'd be old enough to have had Grace Brothers legally, but how old he'd have to be right now um, to have had it, whatever the drinking age was, I'd probably 18 then. Mm-hmm. Um the recipe is um, 
It's a closely held family secret. It's passed by father to son, generation to generation, and there's an initiation rite that you have to go through in order to get it. <laughs> Involves one of those beer hats and a, and a beer bong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, as, as, as Rich knows, because um, he, he was looking for the recipe when we first started talking about doing this, um, we know that, that members of the family in the second generation of Grace Brothers who were born around 1900 owned land here locally. They had property in Alexander Valley and property in the Russian River where they grew hops. Um, we know that they own some property in the Delta where they probably sourced the rice that went into this beer and is that in this sense. beer as yeah. well. Uh, and they bought locally grown and, and malted barley. So I'll let Rich talk about how his staff did a great job of, of researching um, what the beer was probably made from. And I think based on what I've heard from everybody who's 80 years and older, which is not a huge demographic, that it's, it's pretty true to the original. So the goal for us was to try to understand, go back and you look in the history book and say what what malt was being uh, utilized, maybe what the diastatic power was at that point in time, what a brewer might utilize for his process. The best part is we got to do this as a homebrew first to see what we thought of the recipe so we could ask Dad and, and uh, the family we were happy with it what so approximately what years about what year would this recipe and this beer have been being done we tried to do this right before covid so we literally no i mean like uh, people who don't know the history of grace brothers so like when what year did grace brothers start 1897 wow so sonoma county santa rosa Mm -hmm. santa rosa and i've seen pictures of old courthouse square with some grace brothers like murals and things as, as well back then um, Gayla Barons uh, talked about it, I, and she told me to get John Burton on. on I'd love to have you right. on with John, John Burton's the expert. He knows more than any member of the family. Yeah, I, I think. need to. But I need to get him. The, the brewery is located where the Hyatt is now, just off oh. of Railroad Square. That oh. was that was the the primary location once the first location burned. Wow. Yeah. And as far as recipes, uh, I mean, and when did it close? Um, well, it closed during Prohibition, obviously, okay. nineteen nineteen to nineteen thirty seven. Prohibition. Right? Uh, and then it closed briefly in the 50s from 53 to 58. It was idle. So they reopened it for the last time in 58. But at that point, they were primarily making contract brews for Safeway and others. They weren't making so much of the traditional Grace Brothers. So this label that we've made was more a beer, is, is my understanding, from the 40s, more or less, which, is, which was the heyday of Grace Brothers. They were buying other breweries at that time. They were acquiring and they were growing. So this is kind of the the sweet spot that we were we were trying to find. So we, we we chose a period in history to try to understand what was being produced and what you could buy, and I think one of the unique things that we have as brewers, all brewers now, is you can you know blend your hops in from year to year to try to make it consistent. And so one of the things I will tell you that we really had to make sure that we. Um, had was the type of hops which was cluster okay and oh, that's what mark was asking me yes about. it's okay. california cluster and now comet which is a a derivative of cluster kind of give it a little bit of a sparkle and that would be our little little thing to try to make it a little more modern but really this is a a bavarian type lager i mean that's the best part back then someone didn't say this was uh this type of a beer versus that type of a beer it kind of had a generality, generality to it and mm-hmm. so what we tried to do was look at that and say how do we how do we Recreate this now. Our original goal was to try to do everything from California grown, very similar to what Russian River is doing with their special beer that they just released. Mm-hmm. And we'll do this as we get to the future, but we had to start somewhere, right? And so we're pretty sure that we've got the the hopping rates in in, in the zone for this type of beer. 
Um, you know, and, and it's not available anymore except for draft at the pub. So if you want to taste it, we have a, a little bit left. And where's that pub? It's in Roner Park. So please come see us at Roberts Lake Road in Roner Park. It's by the Mary's Pizza Shack, yep. everything down there. That, that, that no, is, no, no. Mary, Mary's Pizza Shack's next to the Bear Republic. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love those guys. So. I was going to say, Collie Co- Williamson, they're oh, great people. I know they've been, they were great friend they of mine. We had the beer on tap before. Yeah. yeah. I, I do want to say that I appreciate the fact that you focused on we'll say you know the 40s when you when you bring up the 1940s because grace brothers was originally open for you know about what 70 years for the most part before it right. finally closed in the 60s but focusing on you know 1940 and what the beer was like then um you guys stay stay true to what you know the hops that were being grown the malt and it kind of made it a little bit easier to pinpoint on exactly what you know, your grandfather, your great-grandfather might have been drinking at that time. Right. That right. makes me think of the war also then, too, like, you know, in the 40s and stuff. So did, like, some of the family, like, go have to go off to, to war, um, to the World War II? And yeah. um, did that affect the brewery at all? And then, so when was the earthquake? 61, 62? The Santa Rosa, the, the earthquake oh, yeah. had? And, um, and then you closed, would you close right around then? Yeah, closed for good in... 67. There were a okay. few fits and starts and restarts. It got it got highly competitive. Beer consumption changed a lot post prohibition, and that's when the rise of Anheuser Busch and Budweiser was was big. People wanted low alcohol beers, and they wanted them made at the cheapest that they could. And, yeah. and, and local wasn't wasn't popular. We you know we we were 50 years before the craft revolution. Really, we, we could have we we, we just yeah. we, we missed it. Basically, this this beer is a it's under five percent. It's not an IPA, which we're known for here, right in Sonoma County, making these big bold beers. So this is a a very easy drinking beer, and it's very highly quaffable, enjoyable. You know, I, I love my lager beers, and this beer hits it right on the head. And oh yeah, I, I I think next year we need to try to make sure we put it out. At the beginning of summer, so we can keep it going for a little while. I think spring would be nice as <laughs> yes, well. Go. I agree with her, Linda. Let's, let, let's kick it off in spring, yes. Yeah, I'm okay with you doing this all the time. Can you do this all the time? We'd we could, but I don't know if that was the original intention. I mean, the goal was to try yeah. to... Although I do like special release parties. Those are fun. Yes, and there's a lot of other beers that are in the Grace family repertoire that we are going to have fun with at some point okay. in time. I was so. wondering how many beers there were. Dozens. There's dozens. Dozens. I mean, literally. If, if, if and you, you go, go into, through them. If you go on uh, eBay or, or you look through the b- book that John Burton published, there were many, many labels. You guys didn't make an angry IPA, did you? Because no, we did. this would be a trademark we issue. Did. I'm no, warning we, you guys right now. We were a little early for IPAs, I think. <laughs> I think you guys should do like a mindful IPA that's the opposite of the, the angry. Like, like just a, And I wanted to give a shout out right now. We have a, we have a 10-year-old listener right now. Charlie, how's it going? So we're, we're indoctrinating them young. Do not drink. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this beer is great. And then we just got poured also a little uh, fresh Bear Republic uh, West Coast IPA as well. Speaking of IPAs, and this smells like fragrant and lovely. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to toast to Grace Brothers and finally having you here. Cheers. In Cheers. Studio. Cheers to the Grace family. Yeah. Yeah, definitely love a, a long history again. Um, yeah. I, I don't know too many families that have had the influence that you guys have had. I mean, besides the beer, I mean, you guys have been involved in wine. You talked about you guys had an ice company. Yep. Um, we didn't even mention it on the air, but um, after the first fire that destroyed your building, you guys actually ended up, you know, you guys had your 
own fire department and right. the fire chief right. used to say hey if we're too busy call grace brothers and <laughs> get some beer and some <laughs> some some help on a, on a fire I, I think one of the best stories is my frank p one, one of the founding grace brothers my great-grandfather uh was sheriff of sonoma county at the time he owned oh. the brewery can you imagine that today? That's that would a, be that's wonderful. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's even a law now that someone in law enforcement can't even can't have any that. part yeah. of alcohol. Yeah. Can't have right? alcohol license, I believe. What a bummer, because yeah. those guys know how to drink. They could probably oh, do some man. really good yeah. beers there. So, you know, you know, we're actually coming to an end, and I'm really bummed about that. But I am so glad we had you guys here in studio. I was so excited when Richard said, how'd you like to have Josh Grace in the studio? I'm like, What? Oh, my God. And the beer. So that's double bonus. So please come back again. Of course. Thank um, you for having me. Bring whoever from the family yeah. and John Burton. I'd love to have Gayla Barron in again. But um, and talking about, you know, your history, drinking some beers. When you're doing um, a new style, let us know. And we are done. Thanks for joining us on the Drive with you, Jackson. Brouhaha. Have a good uh, night, everybody. Thanks again, Peter. Thank for you. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>